Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Welcome, welcome. We are on episode 54 of the All or Something Living Podcast. And this week, we're going to talk about four ways that you can start to feel good right now. So I'm seeing something all over social media. And actually, it's like one of the main things that I ever hear people talking about, especially on social media. And it's been like this for years, to be honest. I don't know if maybe you can guess what it is, but something that everybody is talking about is, drumroll please, weight loss. So it seems like everyone wants to lose weight and everyone has their own individual reasons for wanting to, but it's like the umbrella term is weight loss. Like it's almost like a cultural thing. And it's really in a lot of ways, it's the way that people like bond and find connections. And so we support each other so much when it comes to weight loss, it's insane. It's like one of the biggest accomplishments it feels like that somebody can can make. But anyway, my point here is that we all know we want it, but again, we all have different reasons for it. So for example, have you ever wanted to lose weight? Are you in the middle of a weight loss goal right now? And if you did, or if you are, what was your reasoning behind it? Like, what was it that you were hoping to get out of it? Was it because you were just feeling gross and overall unhealthy and you wanted to feel better? Maybe your clothes weren't fitting. You wanted to feel more confident in how you looked and how your clothes were fitting and and in your skin. Um, Did you want to just feel better in your body in general? Were you hoping that achieving your ideal weight would make you worthy of your dream job or relationship or it would make you finally love yourself? Did you think it would give you the life that you desire? So if there's anything that I've noticed about the desires that we have for weight loss, it's that really, if you think about it, we all kind of want the same thing. Like we have different reasons for it and we have different paths to getting that same thing, but we're all seeking the same thing. So ultimately what we desire here is happiness, success, healthy relationships, fulfillment really. And what I've learned through observation is for through years of observation actually is that I want to lose weight. The phrase I want to lose weight is code for I just want to be happier. So my friend, if you're an avid listener of this podcast or you follow a lot of my work, then you know by now that I believe happiness doesn't come from a size or from a number on the scale. I know I'm such a boner killer. It's like such an abstract thought and something that we don't want to I don't know. It seems like a lot of people don't really want to face this fact or they don't believe that it's necessarily true. And that's completely fine too. We're all entitled to our own opinions and experiences. And so based on my own personal experience, this is why I believe that. So I 
discourage you from focusing on weight and I encourage you to focus more on habits and rituals that you have in your life. And why is that? And again, I, I discourage you and I encourage you, but I'm not saying this is the only way to live. We all have our different paths. We all have the things that we... The, we all can take different paths to get to the same goal is what I'm saying. But if you've noticed that focusing on weight loss has been a lifelong journey and it hasn't gotten you where you want it to be and you're still just like up and down all the time, that's when it's time to really reevaluate your path and see what your options are. So a few years ago, I was chasing happiness. I, I knew that I wasn't happy with my life or myself, but I didn't know how to become happy. And so I thought that I would be happy if my body looked a certain way. And again, if you're a listener of this podcast, then you have heard me talk about this in the past. I did at that time a bunch of things to try and get my body down to a certain size, but the things that I were the things that I was doing weren't necessarily making me feel great. They weren't making me feel any better. And to be honest, overall I felt burnt out. I felt hangry. And just overall angry, like I was an angry person because I was just so out of balance and still just confused and conflicted about what I wanted and how to get what I wanted. So I was adopting the habits that helped me lose weight. The ones that we talk about in all the weight loss programs that you hear about on social media or like the common weight loss tips that you get from pretty much every blog out there. So I was focusing on doing those things, but not but a, but something that you need to know is doing those things is not necessarily health promoting. So those things yes got me skinnier, but they didn't necessarily improve my health or happiness or energy levels or vitality. So there's a difference between weight loss promoting behaviors and health promoting behaviors. But in other words, I was focusing more on how I wanted to look than on how I wanted to feel. And that showed because I looked great. I got a lot of compliments and stuff, but I felt shitty. And that didn't, again, it didn't get me where I wanted. And I, even though I thought that it would. So fast forward to today, what I like to do now is focus on habits that make me feel good. So I do things such as, and I have this big toolbox of self-care stuff and um, and practices and tools that are all in my, all wrapped up in my Vibrancy On Demand course. So I'll leave the link for that in my, in the show notes if you're interested in hearing more about that. But now I do things such as journal, meditation, certain types of exercise that I actually enjoy. I eat yummy foods that also make me feel good. So I don't sacrifice flavor for the sake of health, but I still, um, I still focus on eating healthy foods, if that makes sense, mainly because I like the way that it makes me feel. So to me, what that looks like is having you know how you you hear about eating healthy and we think that it's just eating brown rice and broccoli and chicken? 
Well, I actually like to eat, I like to eat different types of veggies and I like to top them with like olive oil and different spices and sometimes avocado and different things like that. Um, So in other words, I season my food. I eat plenty of fats. I eat carbs that I like and all those foods and food habits make me feel great. And, And there are times when I choose to say, eat a fast food meal or um, anything that would be considered quote-unquote a unhealthy food or a bad food, which I don't label in that way. But um, I do still sometimes enjoy those and not, I don't say everything in moderation. It's not like I decide I'm going to allow myself to have this. If I have a craving for something, and I decide to eat it, like I eat it and I move on. So that's my long definition of what I mean by yummy foods. I basically, I let my body lead the way. And then currently I work out about five days per week, sometimes even two hours per day. And that's not normal for me. I just want you to know that I'm in the middle of training for a half marathon. So that's a lot more than I'm used to. And it's not something that I would sustain for life. It's just something for a short-term goal. And then, like I said before, I eat what most would consider healthy. So for example, my daily consumption includes mostly things like green eggs, avocados, olive oil, whole wheat grains, and sometimes a little bit of meat. And again, different foods out at restaurants or whatever, depending on cravings. I like things. I like to go out for things like pho and ramen and rat. I, uh, there's this place in Vegas called greens and proteins and they have wraps, really good wraps and the best sweet potato fries. And I love that kind of stuff. And for me, the reason that it's so important that I put such an emphasis on nutrition is not only because it makes me feel great, but I am also in a phase in my life where I'm really focusing on my hormone health. So my periods were like at, my cycles were like at 130 days apart, like crazy amounts. And since I've been really focusing on my nutrition, I've gotten my cycles down to regular 30 days, not just my nutrition, but my stress levels and my exercise and all that. So if that's something that interests you, maybe your cycles are really irregular or you're having problems with your period, let me know and I can do an episode on hormone health as well because I've done a lot of research and put a lot of those things into practice so I can help with that as well and give tips for that. But anyway, back to today's life. I have, now I have amazing relationships in my life. I feel energetic and I'm able to get through most days with ease. And overall, what I wanted from all of this is what I have now. I feel happy and confident. I feel like I'm in alignment. I feel like I'm in the flow. I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. But here's the, here's the catch here. I weigh about 20 pounds more than I did when I was focusing on my weight. So think about it. If I were following the logic of needing to be a specific weight or feeling like I should be a specific weight, I would technically say that everything that I'm doing right now isn't enough. So I'd start to count count calories, I would work out more, and I'd get more extreme in my behaviors, which would actually cause me to go the opposite way. It would cause me to be further away from my happiness. 
Or I would do what a lot of people do and go the complete opposite way and just give up completely on even trying to have healthy habits because here's what we think. What's the point if it's not going to make me skinny? What's the point of exercise if I'm not going to lose weight? What's the point of eating this healthy food? And this is, that's the problem with eating conventional, what people say is healthy foods, which is like bland, flavorless, calorie-free, non-nutrition-filled diet foods. Um, of course, you're not going to want to sustain those behaviors, especially if you think that it's only for the purpose of being thin. So do you see what I mean here? There's a disconnect between what it is that we think we want and what it is that we actually want. And my goal with this episode is to give you four simple strategies to help you feel better, happier, and more confident right now, regardless of whether or not you lose weight along the way. I want you to start to see that simple shifts in your mindset and the habits that you have can make a major impact in your life in so many ways. And you don't have to torture yourself all the time by feeling like a failure when you lose, you do all this hard work and you lose weight and then you gain it right back. And, and then you're on this like endless cycle roller coaster. I want to take you out of that and get you the results that you are desiring right now. So are you ready? All right, here's tip number one. So I want you to commit to making just one loving choice for your body per day. I don't care if this is something as simple as laying in bed five minutes after your alarm goes off so that you can allow your body to slowly wake up. Or if it means taking a bubble bath that you rarely make time to do, even though you really love your giant bathtub and you are dying to use those bath bombs that your friend gave you for your birthday like five months ago. Uh, or even if this means allowing yourself to go out with some friends and let loose, let all the fricking tension out of your body, because you may not know this, maybe you do, but your body responds really well when you treat it well. So start thinking about ways that you can get into partnership with your body. Instead of feeling like you need to control or take charge of your body, start to tune in and hear what your body's asking for. Feeling tired? Rest. Are you emotional? Let it out. Are you hungry? Eat. Your body is way more intelligent than you even realize, and changing the way that you treat your body will tremendously improve your health and your quality of life. So tip number two, speaking of getting more in tune with your body. So this might be really a really difficult or foreign exercise at first because it can be so easy to tune out and not hear what the body is telling you, especially if you're feeling pretty crappy pretty often, or maybe you're trying to escape the negative feelings that you have about your body, you might just be numbing out. And you can numb out by just ignoring how you're feeling or choosing to drink caffeine so you don't feel tired or do drugs or drink alcohol so that you don't have to feel into your body. So, or even use food as a way to not have to feel. So here's one of my favorite exercises that helps me get in touch with myself and ask my body for guidance. 
So check in with your body. You can use this exercise whenever you feel called to. I like to use it when I'm kind of feeling like, I don't know, anxious or frantic, or I just kind of feel out of alignment. I like to use this exercise in those moments. So here's what you do. You place a hand on your heart and you just ask yourself the simple question, what do I need? And then listen for guidance, like try and silence your mind if you can, just for even a moment, but try and figure out what it is that you need. So imagine that you were a baby crying. You know how a baby is crying and you try and figure out what it is that they need. Do you need a diaper change? Do you need some food? Do that same thing with yourself. Now it might take a few tries or some practice to get a clear response. What helps me sometimes as well is to even journal about it or talk it out with a friend or my fiance. But I promise that with more practice, this is going to become second nature to help you detect exactly what it is that you need in each moment. And then for you to take action and respond to that desire as well and as quickly as you can so that you can start to feel better ASAP. Then tip three is to replenish your energy often throughout the day. You need to replenish those energy stores as they are being drained from conversations, from the work that you're doing, from studying, from whatever it is. So this can mean sitting down for a meal, actually sitting down for a meal and taking your time and enjoying it. It can mean allowing yourself to space out for a few minutes. Um, I know that sometimes we don't do that because we always have our phones on us. And so we're just constantly consuming, consuming, consuming. If we have a moment of silence, we pick up our phone because we're so uncomfortable. But sometimes when I'm in class and the professor maybe takes a few minutes of a break, I, instead of grabbing my phone, like everyone else is, I will space out for a few minutes and just let myself like, um, some of my best thoughts come to me when I'm spacing out, to be honest. So maybe you should try that. (laughs) And then Um, you can take a few deep breaths, do the box breath exercise that I shared a few episodes back. That's the one about recharging. That's and I dedicated an entire episode about recharging because it's so important. And I have an entire week's worth of content, an entire module dedicated to recharging in my vibrancy on demand course. You can read an enjoyable book, do anything that's quick and simple, but leaves you feeling charged and ready to step into the next phase or the next activity of the day. Now I have a free meditation for you that I specifically designed to help you recharge in under five minutes. So if you want to get your hands on this, be sure to grab the link for it from the show notes. My, my, my body, my voice can be very soothing. So if you want to hear my soothing voice in your ear for like four minutes to put you to sleep, Um, that's the thing to get a hold of (laughs) anyway. So tip number four is to move your body. Now we hold so much stale energy and stuck emotion and trauma in our bodies. And a lot of times the simplest solution to feeling stressed, upset, depressed, and I'm not talking chemically depressed here or clinically depressed. I'm just talking like low imbalanced or tired even 
a little bit of movement can go a really long way. We underutilize this tool so much, and I can't emphasize that enough. So my son Jalen recently set a a goal to ride his bike every day for 20 to 30 minutes because he said that it really helps him clear his mind and he likes getting fresh air. So I've been holding him accountable to it. And the other day I walked into his room while he was laying there reading a book and I reminded him to ride his bike. And he looked at me and was like, I'm tired. (laughs) And I was like, good, this is probably going to give you energy. And probably not what he wanted to hear in that moment, but he put on his sneakers and he bounced. So oftentimes we think that exercise is going to rob us of our energy when in reality it actually replenishes our energy. So we, we were having dinner later, my son and I, and I asked him how the bike ride ended up going. He was like, it was all right. But the cool thing was I wasn't tired anymore when I got back. And in my mind, I was like, told you so, but I didn't say it out loud. (laughs) But my point is that find, find a way to move your body that gives you the desired feelings that you have. So what I mean by that is, for example, like my, how Jalen said that go, that going outside and riding his bike helps him clear his mind. Is there an activity that you do that really helps you clear your mind, such as taking a walk through the park? Or that's why, honestly, I'm training for my half marathon because I really love to run because it clears my mind and it's almost like this really long meditation. Not only it helps me clear my mind, it forces me to breathe, it forces me to tune into my body. It's just one of the best tools for those things. Um, So... Remember that this doesn't have to be a crazy set amount of time or a specific amount of calories burnt, and it doesn't have to count for anything. You don't have to like do an hour of cardio because you ate a freaking candy bar. Like, don't make it about that. If you feel good or accomplished or refreshed afterwards, then that's enough of a reward and you've done enough. So get out there now and start experimenting with possible options for you to start doing regularly. And that's it, my friend, four simple ways to begin feeling better ASAP. So here's my question for you this week. What is something that you do when you need energy or a confidence boost? I'd love to hear your suggestions, your thoughts, your personal preferences. So tag me on your Instagram post or in your story, or you can just DM me at Lauren, excuse me. I am at Lauren M. Kepler. I have to put an M because I guess there was another Kepler around. So my middle name, Marie, isn't that like the most common middle name? I'm pretty sure if you're listening right now, your middle name is Marie too. So anyway, I hope you're feeling inspired to take action. Even if it's just one of these items that I said that resonated with you, the most, just take action on that. That's completely fine too. And I cannot wait to hear how it goes for you once you actually do put it into practice. So I'm excited to chat with you again next week, but until then, remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.